Anyway, Gareth, cut all this. This is our yeah. test. No. Because um, do you know? Do you know what happened the day before yesterday? Which, if I'm thinking, was Friday. Friday. Let me see. What did I know? What happened Friday? It's so boring. No, you won't. I don't. It's so boring. You won't guess, unless one of your guesses was that guy who said you're going home in a body bag and Karate Kid died. Oh yeah, that guy. Yeah, I saw that. I didn't realize that was Friday. I thought it was. I no, that might not have been Friday. No, that might have yeah. been yesterday. But um, I've, I saw that this morning and went, yeah. "Oh, that's sad," because he was also in the second season of Cobra Kai. No. And at the end of that episode, his character dies and he goes home in a body bag. And it was on TV, it was on like, what, six months ago? Life imitating art. It's a little too close though, right? Anyway, much respect to his family and pets. Do they suspect foul play? Like a chicken did it. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Bloody chickens. It's like that uh, Kreutzfeldt Yakov disease when chickens got it in America. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Remember mad cow disease? But in America they got it in chickens for some reason. It's fine though, because they're all covered in chlorine. In America, yeah, totally. Yeah. Anyway, no, on Friday, right, and Gareth cut all this as well. Um, <laughs> there's nothing, nothing to this podcast yet. Anything else I've got to cut out this week? No. <laughs> that's happened. Well, I've got um, I cut out, but you've got the news that Spider-Man's back in the MCU. Indeed. Yeah. This will be our cutting in point. Yes. Oh, look at that. Welcome back, Spidey. Spider-Man we hard, returns. We hardly missed. And so I understand how this works. But at the same point you go... Because mm-hmm. if, if you're arguing over a month's wages, right? Yeah. It's a lot to me. When you're uh, arguing over 500 million, to be quite honest, I can't even quantify that in my no. head. Wait, right, calm down. No. Especially, I mean... You can see sort of Disney's point. They go, well, we want a bit more money in this one because, see, you were telling me it was in 95. Yeah, 95. Five. Five to start with. So they've kind of went, well, we want a bit more. Because, I mean, one that was kind of gratifying that Disney were kind of going, well, we'll just, again, we want to use your character. Yeah. We'll only take 5% because it's more important to us to have them in the thing. Oh. And obviously they get merchandise and shit like that, so you get shot. Also, it's important to say that yeah. I believe Sony paid completely. All right, and that's, Disney still took five percent, mm. but when they said fifty-fifty, they were willing to pay half. Yeah, so I mean, that's like I mean, Disney's not short of cash. Yeah, so they're not scared to can chat money about, it. and they're not that worried about money. Mm-hmm. But I can see the point from going. Well, we want a bit more in there because you're getting, good Sony are getting a good fucking deal out of this. Totally, probably the better. Well, it's hard to say what the better side of the deal is, but they're getting a. I mean, considering there hasn't been a good Spider-Man film since Spider-Man yeah. Two, right. then they're getting something. And you want you want to be on. I forgot about the, Spider-Verse, but no, anyway. No, yeah. <laughs> uh, but you want to be on the Disney Marvel bandwagon. You really can. Yeah. Of course you do, because it's it is a money making machine, mm-hmm. and you are struggling. So let's can the more shit you stuff you can use, the better. And the better terms you're on people that have got the stuff you want to use. Fantastic. Exactly. So, I think it was maybe getting to the point where the negotiations were going to the point where it's mm. what now, and maybe Sony tried to be a bit more hardball, and Disney just went, "Okay, press release." Oh well, Spidey's gone. See you later. And yeah. Sony just went, "Yeah, um, what was that? <laughs> how much you bought? Thirty percent? Then yeah. how's that?" So, I'm but the thing di- is, that film made a billion, <clears throat> right? Yeah. Hmm. So Sony will still make seven hundred million dollars, yeah. and if that was fifty fifty, they would still make 
five hundred yeah. million dollars. I think that was more. It was possibly it was more greed on Sony's part. I think mm-hmm. that's can they they triple hardball and and Disney kind of went. Well, well, that's fine. We've got tons of other characters we can use. We'll miss them, but see you. Well, I think that is a problem with Sony as well, yeah. right? In that, no offense to Sony, how many successful properties do they have anymore? Yeah. I mean, I think they even lose Bond after the last next one. Yeah. Because it was just a temporary thing with MGM. Yeah. I wonder yeah. what computer I'll use now. I fucking hate every Bond film. Let me just go on my Sony Val. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 uh. Yeah. Oh. He can use an iPhone. What's going on? Oh. Here you go, Bond. We've given you a PS Vita. <laughs> it's got a laser in it or something. <laughs> no, d- just a Dremel yeah. tied to the back. <laughs> it's kind of a phone. What? Okay. A PS Vita <laughs> with a, just a Sony handheld tape, duct tape to it and a Dremel duct tape to it. <laughs> and Q's oh. just like, I was up late. Just, just take it. <laughs> just take it. Oh. Take look, it. We've, look, we've, we've, can, we've sellotaped a pen light to it <laughs> so you can see in the Dark. We've we've given you one of them sharpies that writes in UV ink. <laughs> but we, look, we've put a red filter on it so dogs won't be able to see it. <laughs> Can you come against guard dogs? They won't be able to see you. Oh, <laughs> oh. oh. dear me! It, yeah, it's but yeah, it's it's good that he's back. And what is it? Two films plus another Avengers. I yes, think. yeah. So it's like, eh. that's all good. Uh, He'll end up being Spider-Man uh, more often than Wolverine. Yeah. Well, Wolverine's never been Spider-Man. But you know no. what I mean? Yeah. I'm uh, just saying, in like, what, five years? Fucker's done like seven films. It's like, they're going to kill this kid. No. <laughs> they're going to work him to death like it's a sweatshop. It is a sweatshop. <laughs> yeah, I suppose in a way, but at least they uh, usually but, rotate but, the well, cast. And he is obviously getting paid a lot better than most special people. I won't say most. All. Yes, all. Um, he's getting paid more than all of the sweatshop people in the world. <laughs> Apart from the Marvel sweatshop. Um, oh, yeah, the whole... My mind is still blown person. that Paul Rudd made $45 million this year. <sighs> he was in that film for 20 minutes. <laughs> he wasn't even in the one before that. Mm. <laughs> he made the same money as Chris Evans. Yeah. Come on! But it's like for me. You mean you're gonna gonna? Can, you can't really quibble. Like Chris Evans can't go. Hey, I should get more because it's forty five million. What are you gonna spend it on? But Chris Hemsworth made seventy six. Okay, the fuck did that hang? I think because he's staying on, right? Chris Evans. Oh no, yeah, cool. I suppose. So please stay. And we'll give you thirty million dollars. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Well, I think they've definitely hit they've hit their stride now with Thor as well, though. Mm-hmm. In that the first one was kind of all right, second one, I'm not a huge fan of, but it's still it's fine. Mm-hmm. And then the third one came out, and it's just like, oh yeah, you've you you found out how to have fun now. Yeah, good, because they're always better if you're having fun, even if you're doing something serious. As long as your people are having fun making it, it'll shine through. And they've definitely sort of hit again. Look, can they've went to a bit of the sort of Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, yeah. sort of mindscape with with Thor and it's but they actually did it working. better no yeah. offence to Guardians you know. well Guardians 1 is good yeah and Guardians 2 is it's fine but Ragnarok thing is I, I don't know if I've not 
maybe I should watch Guardians of the Galaxy 2 again, but I feel like that sequel doesn't have a plot in any way, shape or form. Very little. Just like, this person goes here, these people go here, this yeah. person goes here, they end up together, and some of them die. Yes. Ugh. Yeah, it is. It's pretty... And I think I said this to you the other day, maybe via text, but um, isn't the ending the Guardians of the Galaxy 2 the same ending to Ang Lee's Hulk? Which is a father and son fight, but it's kind of esoteric and kind of metaphor. Because remember, the end of the Hulk, right? The Hulk starts getting angry to the point that he says a sentence, which is weird. Yeah. You want it? Take it all! And he gives him all the energy. Uh, And then Nick Nolte starts to turn into a giant jellyfish bubble. And he's like, whoa, I can't handle it. Because I don't know what he was drinking in the yeah. uh, the voiceover booth. Ooh, ooh, I'm a bubble. Ooh. <laughs> and then Guardians of the Galaxy do it, but, you know, Star-Lord becomes Pac-Man. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> I mean, I think this film's a shit now. I think about it for a minute. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Why do we like them? I say look at you. You sound great. Okay. I just think I'm sounding a bit... Um, Tinny? Muffled or something. I don't know. Maybe oh, it's just me. Not to me. Cool. So, it should be fine. Yeah. Let's say we did the playback before. and It's the same. I suppose, yeah. Um, anything else came up? Oh. Um, apparently season four of The Good Place is out now. I know. I've already seen the first episode. Oh, okay. I've... I think I'm... I start. I couldn't remember where I was up to, so I started watching second season again. So uh-huh. I'm gonna. I'll get there. I mean, slowly, slowly, but yeah. wins the race. Yeah. I don't know. I have to watch the Good Place as quickly as I can because I also love the Good Place podcast. All right. Yeah. The, the official. So they'll, one. Yeah. So you don't want any spoilers. Exactly. <coughs> you know, because it's uh, Mark yeah. Evan Jackson and usually two cast members and a writer. Yeah. And they go over the episode for an hour. Yeah. And it's great. Especially the one where Manzoukas hosts. Mm. So they can interview Mark Evan Jackson. Oh, that's the one, what was, that was the one I was watching the other day. It's the one where he first appears as Derek. Derek. Yeah. So I was like, yay. Maximum Derek. And then last night, just for some to listen to, just to drown out um, Harold, um, I was listening to the Dead Authors um Episode Plato with Jason Manzoukas. Yeah, yeah. I just was looking through his old stuff and I thought, ah, I'm going to listen to that. And I saw his name and I was like, perfect, listen to that. So, Dead Authors is great, apart from sometimes it does sound like they were recorded in a nightmare scape. Yes, some of them are very bad. I mean, when our podcast sounds better than a professional <laughs> podcast, it has oh. been done poorly. Well, I listened to um, You Gossip Mongers last night. Not bad, right? Yeah, it's, it was all right. Oh. I'm shocked they got Ricky Gervais. Yes, because as soon as his name popped up, I was like, "What oh, is he? He's this liberal one? Okay, cool." But oh. these guys, they, I think they're all more famous than you think they are. Yeah. See, I only know what's his face. Isn't there the one who's sort of the, like the main one, like a Vic and Bob character or something? Well, the main one, I forgot his name. I, I don't know any of their names. I can't even think of his fake name, where he like walks around all hairy with a plastic bag. I don't know, I'll get this. <laughs> I'll, get, I'll just hit open. You're like, who are you talking about? I'm like, I don't know. I might have mixed oh, it yeah, up. Oh, yeah, Joe. Joe. 
Wilkinson. I only know him from the couple of episodes I've seen of Taskmaster. Okay. He's been on that. He is pretty good. Um, I always mean to try and watch some more Taskmaster because it seems pretty good. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, no, yeah. I know exactly who he is. That's why he's in it. He's in Afterlife with Ricky Gervais. He plays a postman. Uh, there you go. And he's in Sex Education on Netflix. That's where I know his face from as well. <laughs> and he's in Still Open All Hours. <laughs> he's what? What's that? They remade the Open All Hours. I mean, years ago, yeah. Oh. Granville's now Arkwright, basically. Okay, yeah, I do remember that happening. I never watched a single second of it, but I remember I saw a Christmas a special, probably at Christmas. Oh, he's also Cliff in Derek. Is he? Yep. I suppose he is, actually. <laughs> now I think of his face, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah okay. There you go. That's it. Look at that. Yeah, that's the one for your Deadpool, isn't it? <laughs> I've hated him for years. I mean, that's a strong emotion for I a, a, just, a comedy legend. I despise only fools and horses. <laughs> I was the uh, voice of Danger Mouse, I suppose. That was all right. Yeah, but I was thinking Count Duckula. Was he Count Duckula? Yeah. Okay, so there's two things I like him as. Danger Mouse and Count Duckula. And I liked his Discworld. He was rinse Yeah, wind. shit, okay, you've got me there. He was good in that. Yep. Shit. Still hate Only Fools and Horses. Yeah. Uh, and he's actually, good as the old guy that's in actually Porridge. a slight lie as well, in that the first couple of seasons of Only Fools and Horses, when it was Grandad, uh-huh. were a lot better than when it was Uncle Albert. He can fuck right off. I feel like we've had this conversation on the podcast a thousand times. We have, and I stand by my, uh, I stand by my opinions. So, are we going to watch the pilot to Only Fools and Horses? Fuck now? no! It's the, obviously Granddad's in it. I know, but I just think it. Well, maybe we'll see. <laughs> oh, plenty of other terrible shit. To watch. Oh, no! Some. I mean, I'm still very pleased we watched Magnum. Yeah, but that was uh, three weeks ago. Yeah. How are you feeling about your childhood now? We should probably get into this. I'm Gareth. I'm Richard. And uh, we're back with another pilot season. I can see uh, the producers giving us the evil eye because we've been recording for 27 minutes of their time. <laughs> and this is the first time we've mentioned pilots. Indeed. Ugh. So uh, every week we watch a pilot. This week we watch Nightmare. Yes. The classic children's TV show from... Why well, don't I have my notes out? Uh, so 7th, I'm say of 19, Septa- 7th of September, 1987. Shit, I'm wrong. Uh-huh. I was surprised when it was 87. I was like, really? But then that works out. I'd have been, what, nine? <laughs> I would have been... Eight. Eight. <laughs> <laughs> See that math? How quickly we do that in our head? Yep. Oh. And uh, yeah, it was created by <clears throat> Tim Child, not a child. Did it? Okay, well, I... And broadcast over eight series on CITV from uh, 87 to 94. The general format of the show <coughs> is I choke off Mike. <coughs> <coughs> the general format of the show 
is a team of four children, one who takes the ga- uh, on the game, and three acting as their guide and advisors. Strong words. Yeah. Attempting to complete a quest within a fantasy medieval environment, traversing a large dungeon and using their wits to overcome puzzles, obstacles, and the unusual characters they meet along the journey. Oh. Uh, most most notable for its use of blue screen. Oh, apparently at one point it became a virtual reality game. Ooh. And it came back for a one-off special on YouTube... In 2013, which I watched. Oh, did you? I did think about watching it then. Went, ah. uh, Treyguard has a companion, and that companion yeah. is, um, what's her name? Dobby from Peep Show. Oh, right, okay. <laughs> Why couldn't they remake this but have uh, Richard Ayoade? Like, is it like. I mean, it's got Crystal, Crystal Maze. Maze. I know, but have we don't watch this that. at all. Can you imagine how condescending he'd be to these children? It'd be fantastic. I think he'd be nice, the children. I think Treyguard's a little, uh, oh, he, uh, you know, to, he, they appear and he's like, I'm not too impressed. To be fair, to be fair. <laughs> Rightly so. From this episode, I will tell you right now, mm. he is the best thing about it. Oh, yeah. Because, yeah, there's times where we're going, can you hurry this fucking up, please? <laughs> mm. Right, you're about, you're going to die, right? <laughs> Stop chatting. It's obvious what you've got to do. Your character's dying. Hurry the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> so like, I'm like, yeah, you tell him, Trigger. It's fucking great. Um, this is not talking about the pilot, and I can see the producers giving me the evil eye. But in the 2013 one, right? Mm-hmm. And I know it was done with adults. There aren't children. It's yeah. three, you know, four adults. Doing Why didn't it. they get this first team back as adults? I would have liked that, but they did not do yeah. that. But there's no way they didn't hear this in the edit, right? Dobby is watching the screen... And this final puzzle appears. And you have to walk on... Basically, there's some rocks. Yeah. And then in between the rocks, there's letters. And if you step on the wrong letter, you fall down. You fall down. Yeah, I right. remember seeing that quite right. a lot. Like um, Indiana Jones. Yes, because they even have the blades. But Jehovah starts with an eye. Yeah. And he has to roll sideways. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, and the blades as well, right? Yeah. The first time the blades come across, Dobby goes, what the fuck is that? <laughs> 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 really quickly and it's still in the thing you're like well, no one else is swearing she, uh, Trey God didn't even reprimand her <laughs> what is this that's not a a medieval word what the fuck <laughs> oh. um, here's the thing right yeah. I don't know if the costume gets better but Trey God, he's just wearing a Cosby sweater with like gold buttons sewn to it I never noticed yeah, it's like, it's not made, it's just... I'm definitely sure he had a proper, like, conjurking and stuff later on. Yeah. Because I think it's, was it season, I think it was season four when they first introduced a companion, so I think, within the room. Okay. I definitely feel costumes got better. Yeah. They couldn't have got worse. No, they really, they really <laughs> couldn't. But I think, I mean, that's, they start off the show with a kid, they don't really explain anything. And I think that's part of the problem with the starting bit. I mean, he's getting snippy with them going, look, hurry the fuck up, team. You've just went right through that door, and you go, and then they're sitting there too busy. Can probably proper D and D players going right? You're in a large room. There's like they're describing it in minute detail, yeah. and he's like fucking nipping on. But they, I don't really feel they explained the show properly either to us as an audience or to the kids that are taking well, part. The thing that happens, right? Not spoilers, because I don't think we're going to talk about the episode. We'll just dance around it. Yeah. I think because there's not really much that happens, right? 
I've... But there are two <laughs> sets of adventurers in this episode. Yeah. And he does the same speech twice. Yeah. It's only 25 minutes long. Oh. Ten minutes oh. of him going, um, you have to take this satchel for bread and here's yeah. a big helmet so you can't see fuck all. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. through that door, which is quite obviously got steps after it. So, just walk to the door and then stop really quickly before you actually go through a portal that we don't. We don't when you fall and die. That's like, but that's going to be off camera. And yeah, it's not used for our Christmas spoofs reel. If you can do off camera, oh, how many of them are there going to be? That'd be great. Um, The one thing I know about this episode was directed by Sally Freeman who directed 40 other episodes of this and nothing else. <laughs> yeah, again, when you're that good, you don't need to do anything else. Um, well, we can have a quick chat about Treyguard then. Oh, totally. Played by Hugo Myatt. I think that's how you pronounce it. Has he done anything else? Um, well, either 112 or 113 episodes, depending whether you believe Wikipedia or IMDb of this. Um, okay. But just 15 other credits. The last thing on his IMDb is a role in a 2013 Danny Dyer movie called Vendetta. I mean... Which I watched the trailer for. Um, and cries. <laughs> if you like shouty Cockney bullshit, you're in for a treat. What it's about, I forget. <laughs> a vendetta? Yeah, I'm, uh, that's... Yeah. Um, I'll have a quick look, because that was... That was really it. There wasn't much else on there. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, here's something. While you're looking that up, you know what we didn't mention? What did we not mention? The theme tune. Yeah, I did get a bit of goosebumps when it first came on because I was like, oh, I remember this. It's a pretty good theme tune. Even though the animation before it doesn't make any sense. No. Because you it's... go, who is this dude? Is this not, is, is this the adventurer before he gets into the castle? Yeah. Because this kid looks nothing like no. him in his pressed short sleeve shirt. Right, let's have a look. Let's see, so he's only got 15 credits, so this should be pretty brief. Oh, I've hit the wrong button. As an actor... Uh, well, there's one thing that he did in this that I suddenly went, yeah, fucking course he did, uh, which is uh, the video game Fable. He was the voice of the Guildmaster in Fable. And as soon as I read that, I just went, yeah, he absolutely... I could hear his voice in my head, and I went... Now I know who the hell that has been talking to me when I've been playing that back on the day on Xbox. I Him. played Fable. I liked it. I yep. played Fable 2. Like that too. Well, he was. He didn't seem to do Fable 2, but I definitely remember Fable. And as soon as they said that was it, him doing the voice, I was like, oh, of course it was. That's absolutely good. Um, he was a he was Hebelonian in Strings in 2004. I don't know what that means. Um, strings is a prince leaves his city and sets off to avenge his father. Not aware that his father wasn't murdered and in reality committed suicide. Oh, that got dark. That got bleeped, it, it? seems to be puppets. It's called strings, mate. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> um, he was uh, three characters. Dr. Culpepper, Leon Bank, and Desk Sergeant in Snuff Movie in 2005. I mean, that doesn't sound great. Um, he was policeman in Red Mercury in 2005. I mean, I feel quite bad for this man. He was a vicar in Dead Cert in 2010. Mm-hmm. He was Richard Byrne in The Shadow of Bigfoot in 2013. That's a good And title. then The Nightmare Short in 2013, he was Treyguard again. And then Carter in Vendetta. Okay. What's David Campbell doing now? David Campbell, which one was he again? 
He's the child. Oh yeah. So I I looked and I did look him up because I have the David full, Campbell. I have the full team. Um, where did I, have? I did have the full team written down. Um, David Hemp, James Hoggett, and Lucian Lucian Rise. Good name. I mean, but I checked it, IMDb for them because they are on IMDb. Uh-huh. None of them did anything else on TV or any sort of credit at but all. But someone whatsoever. did give them an IMDb page. That's yes, nice, right? indeed. Now, saying that, the team that are on at the end uh-huh. are not on IMDb. And I was like, oh, that's, that's harsh. Um, but maybe they'll be on episode two. But here's the thing as well. When they're first, when David Campbell's first introduced as well, right, and he sort of comes out, he's very stilted and things. He's not. A, well, he's not an actor. He's not a great TV presence. No. I couldn't stop staring at how well pressed his short sleeve well, shirt was. He he was wearing like white jeans, pink and shirt, a nice. I mean that pink shirt is quintessential eighties fashion. Yes. I definitely had a pink shirt like that. But, I probably also had a very like aqua sort of greeny kind of coloured one because that seemed to be very. But it's so pale pink, right? It's not salmon. Well, pink. It's look, not like a pink you'd well, wear today. I had, I had to have a proper close look because I thought he was like. Has he really gone on there with white trous- uh, white jeans and a white shirt? And then you get a bit closer, you're like, oh, no, it's pink. Okay, well done. You've, you've avoided one pitfall. Good for you. <laughs> Moving on. Unfortunately, you won't uh, get the last pitfall, which is that you'll just leave a candelabra. Yeah, but here's a thing as well. Mm-hmm. You're about to enter a dungeon. Yeah. And you wear white jeans and a pink shirt. Dungeons are a dirty place. Okay, it's a virtual dungeon. But still, come on. What if you piss yourself? I don't know exactly. It's going to just show up. You get say say right hypothetically, a wall comes to life and starts talking to you. If I wasn't prepared for that, I'd probably piss myself. And the last thing I want <laughs> is yellow stains on my bike. Here's the thing about this uh, <laughs> this wall. Yes. Why did it breathe in so weird? Well, isn't it like um, it put its lips together and then inhaled? <laughs> I, th- I see. I think that's an acting choice. It's much like if you look at Lord of the Rings mm-hmm. when uh, Treebeard shows up. Uh huh. Now, the way they were talking, I remember hearing the um, director's commentary stuff. The way they were talking is because it's something that doesn't breathe, but it had to talk as if it was breathing. Uh-huh. So I think this is an act- this is actually a pretty good actor's choice here no. to go. I'm a wall that doesn't really breathe, so I need to can. No. Up a bit. I can't give him any props, no. I'm sorry. But um, I can tell you about him. Uh, Olgarth, the wall monster, uh-huh. played by Guy Standeven. Right? Was that still his name at the end? His name wasn't Guy Stand, even. It was Guy Standeven. Standeven. I mean, so, I don't think, I think there's one too many, there's two too many syllables in this, his name. But, but okay. this, this guy's had a bit of a career. Uh-huh. 308 credits. 308. Uh, yeah, including 40 more episodes of um, Nightmare. Uh-huh. But he was also in Superman 2 as White House Aid. He was in Superman 3 as Daily Planet Employee. Okay. <laughs> right. Um, he was Nigel Haver's um, character in Chariots of Fire's Butler. Um, <laughs> right. Uh, we're also. I think I've forgotten a lot about Chariots of Fire. Yeah. Um, he was a ballroom guest in The Shining. Okay. Um, he was a club patron in Temple of Doom. Yes, that's Club Obi-Wan. He was in that. <laughs> he was in Return of the Jedi as a rebel council member. <laughs> he was a reporter in Spies Like Us. He was a man in audience at Town Hall in Tim Burton's Batman. <laughs> he was Sir Guy Cracknell in King Ralph. Um, he was a villager in First Night. 
Um, his last role was in 98's um, The Avengers, not obviously the one with... Yeah, my favourite one. Yeah, so that's, so that's two movies he's done with Connery. And um, he died in 1998. Oh, he died. Well, that's, quite a, that's quite a CV, though. Okay, a lot of it is just sort of background characters and things. But, like, again, Superman and a Star Wars and yeah. oh, Buddy Indiana Jones film. I mean, he wor- really got in with Lucasfilm, right? He yeah. got both. So he must have, again... Well, he must have lived next door to Pinewood at the very Friends least. or something, yeah. But that's, <laughs> again, that's, that's pretty good, considering here we are watching him be a wall. <laughs> Three hundred and eight credits, right? Yeah. If you got paid a thousand pound a day for that job, yeah, he's minted. Ah, pretty good. Yeah, I'd, I'd do all that for a thousand pound. Yeah, that's fine. Hit me up. Get me an agent. Come on, let's go. I'll stand in. I'll stand in the room. You've got a look a suit. for an extra. I don't know what I'd do. What oh. would I be in? What would you be in? I mean, they don't make anything there anymore. Oh, actually, they make a lot in Glasgow, don't they? You've been oh, Fast not, and Furious 9. I'm not going to go on. If you'd have tried, you could have been in Fast and Furious 9. You could have oh. been outside the the kebab place from uh, yeah. Infinity War. <laughs> and your meat could have hit the ground. Oh, oh no. <laughs> I've been hit by a laser and my meat's hit the ground. Oh. Why? <laughs> of all the things to hit me meat. Oh. oh. Take me. I am young. Cut. You, you've got too much going on here. You're not allowed yeah. to talk. Okay, go again. Take me. I'm young. Not my meat, Scarlet Witch. Not my meat. <laughs> Jesus. Oh. Just holding up a bloody pulp of kebab meat. We will deep fry your severed meat. <laughs> <laughs> no, please. Oh. My goose is cooked and so is my balls. Oh. So anyway, so yeah, so that metaphor became actualized quite quickly. Yes. By the end. <laughs> I just I gave up and just went. Ah, we'll just say balls. Um, <laughs> that's why I was escorted off set and not allowed back. Here's the thing, right? The first thing... Oh, oh, you were going to say something. You had... Oh, um... Now... Oh, yeah, they've not done the... Have they been past the whole... Th- they've done the first thing where they've got the letters in the ground and shit. Well, we, we didn't do it in order today. We no, just no, jumped but, but yeah, sorry. No, because I was going back to that, right? Oh, right, yeah. So, there's four letters on the ground. Yeah. It obviously spells open. Yes. After Martin from The Simpsons tells David what the room looks like... Yeah. It's a, it's a full room. With, uh, <laughs> he was like, you're in a large room with a fold on and there's better, letters yes. on the ground. Pick the letters up. No, we'll pick the fucking letters there's up, There's two Martin. port calluses. Yes. <laughs> you like, what's happening? But, um, yeah, they have to spell open. So at one point they go, it says open. Stand there and say open. Trey guys <laughs> yes. like, you fucking yeah. dummies. It also spells nope. So we should just stand here and go, nope. <laughs> eventually they realise they have to walk on the letters now here's the thing as well one thing that I do not remember from like my childhood watching this yeah right they're in like the first room uh-huh. that life force is flying off of that <laughs> Some, well, yeah that concerned me yeah somewhat. I'm just like you're standing about chatting to these people right you were just in a room a minute ago where you had to walk on some letters and 
your your scalp was coming off. Yeah. We could see skull already. <laughs> and like, can, yeah, stuff that pork pie in that bag quick. Go, go. <laughs> stuff, stuff it up. Stuff it right up yeah. there. I did like, so I say Martin from Simpsons was paying attention because he's like, yeah, grab the stuff off the table. And he's like, no, no, put it in the fucking bag, you dumb shit. You were just told a minute ago in the instructions, only for food. Don't stuff stuff in the bag. Yep. Your, your bag will eat it. Oh. Did uh, anyone die that way? Just by putting something in a bag? Well, I think it's just once you put it in the bag, it just gets destroyed and that's it. Uh, so the opposite of a bag of holding or indeed. whatever. Indeed. An antithesis. Oh, yes. But um, a crucial mistake is made at that table, Yes, right? because they look at it and go, right, we'll take the ruby. Okay, that was good. Yep. And what I come remember, there was a There, there was a candle. charm with a, with a thing in it. Yeah. Like a drawing on it. And there was a candelabra. Yep. And they take the charm. Yeah. Now, it's much more interesting and could be seen as set dressing the candelabra. Yeah. But you are in a dark dungeon. Yes. <laughs> and you think, you definitely look at it and you go, right, you need some sort of functional item, mm-hmm. but you always need sort of cash as well. So, yeah, I think the obvious choice was the ruby and the candelabra. Yep. The charm thing. See, so you're 50 50 between that and the ruby, but I think the ruby edges it out because you're like, Fuck it, we'll bribe somebody. <laughs> or, at least, or it's quite large. We'll chuck it at them and run. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they didn't. They 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 chose poorly. Indeed, they like, did. Um, like that dude. Yeah, I know. Last crusade. Yeah. Actually, while we were in this room chatting, yeah. right? The riddles, the stone. Well, gaggers. I have written them down. Oh, okay. Because uh, the first one. Uh huh. Of Earth, I was born. Yep. Deep fires tempered me. Uh-huh. Mountains slept on my on me. Uh-huh. My father was younger than I, and a sculptor gave me a face. What am I? Uh huh. Oh no! What am I made of? Not what am I? Yeah. Oops! I fucked up. So it was stone. Yeah. Even then, that's kind of like. Well, no. Again. He said they said stone, and he said acceptable. So I think he was going more for like oh, it marble. Was, no, it was truth accepted. Oh. But I think that was just that. So he says, yeah. Mm. No, I think that's fine. But then the second one, yeah, right, made me like, uh, made like me the mountain stands, tallest object in our land, give a name to him. But even then, I was just like, what the fuck is he talking about? Because that's <laughs> quite a jump up in riddle from just going, yeah, stone. And I'm sitting going, what the fuck? And they just went, yeah, say stone again, because we have no fucking idea or some shit. Yeah. And they go, no, it's Ben Nevis, you dumb fucks. Which I don't think Ben Nevis is allowed to be the answer to a riddle, right? I no. feel like that's wrong. Yeah. But even then, it's just like, you've gone from just sort of, again, basic sort of objects things, to wanting to name up. It wasn't very clear. It goes from esoteric to specific. And yeah. It's very upsetting. And you're like, I, I, I don't think many people would have got that. No. Also, I forgot that Ben Nevis is that tall. Yeah. So it's also... but. Then the third one, once by magic I was magic I was cleft, deep in my chest a sword was left. Ten years of pain I then endured, then came a prince who pulled it forth. Name him now and gain reward. And they go, well, it's Arthur, King Arthur, well, Prince Arthur. Mm-hmm. But, but here's the thing with that as well. You've gone from, like, stone yep. to then an actual place. 
yeah. to suddenly some fictional dude that's like, what? It's all over the place. I mean, that one yeah. is very, I mean, I think it's, you've gone from, okay, that was kind of school kids or whatever, maybe slightly tricky to get you stolen, but uh-huh. you get it, it's fine. Nice starting off point, especially in your first show. <laughs> nice, can, let's throw him a softball for the, can, exactly. for the first one. Then second one, just, I mean, you don't want to make it too easy. You don't want to get through you right off the bat. But that was, also the fact is, you maybe had to think about that second one a bit more and you've got a tree guard going, come on team, hurry the fuck up. <laughs> and I've got shit to get to, nipping on. You're the worst. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, and then, considering how much problem they've had moving this kid about. Yep. They then go walk through a door and it's like, Fucking bomb, move quicker. And you're like, so you're, I'm sitting there going, he's going to walk off the edge of the these fucking cliffs <laughs> or something. Because every time they go, right, turn a little bit left, he just pretty much spins on the fucking spot. And you're like, come on, they are trying their best to tell you how much to turn. But you're just like, kind of taking massive, big sweeping shit. Yeah. That's what I say. I mean, okay, one, they've not been explained this properly, I don't think. But I say, can, later since if we were go- to go on it now, yeah. Who existed? We the team. We'd have definitely discussed whoever's going in movements and had some sort of strategy in place. Yeah. These kids have been thrown at the deep end at somewhat, and they are fucking drowning. <laughs> we are watching kids drown on TV. <laughs> oh. But yeah, they did. Can they do have to like leg it really quick, fucking quick? And see, so considering say first place they're in, that skull's getting. Fucked up. Yeah, yeah. They they put the pork pie in the bag. Then the pork pie hat. Yeah, and now it's on here, and you're about to deal with uh, Lilith. <laughs> oh my god! And she just <clears throat> she's in the half yet, aren't she? I know. I'm oh. amazed they don't die just listening yeah. to her. Um, she it was played by Mary Miller. Um, fifty five credits, including five episodes of Jack and Ori. Twenty more episodes of this is either Lilith or Mildred, but spelt T R E A D dread. Okay. Um, three episodes of Casualty as Hillary Kingston. Five episodes of EastEnders as Joan Garwood. So it's like recurring characters. Yeah, yeah. But, um, um, so yeah. So they chat to her for a bit. And I think they give her the ruby and then they fuck off. Does she give them anything for that? Or is it just a case of give me stuff or all? She opens up the bridge. Oh, she does. So what would they have done? Well, if they don't have the ruby... Mm-hmm. I get the funny feeling she'd have accepted the charm as well. Maybe. If that's all they had. Because she went, what the fuck do I want with a candlestick? <laughs> <laughs> Either that, or she'd have made that one bit they were standing on disappear. It'd have fell. Yeah. But that seems a bit shit, though. Well, what that's happens like, next is shit. Why, it's much more adve- It's much more fun to to have her kill them yeah. than to walk through the next room go, to a go, oh, look, it's a dark room and the darkness eats you. This is like the worst... Um, <laughs> remember you used to get those kind of choose-your-own-adventure books? Yes. And it was always like, you would just, you'd go through for ages and then you'd make one decision and it just went, yeah, you walk in the thing and you're stabbed. Go home. You're like, fuck's sake. Um, yeah, that did feel like... As... I mean, we've played D&D... Mm-hmm. You know, even when you're completely fucked, you still have options. Mm-hmm. They walked into a room, were completely fucked, and it was like, well, you're dead. Look at your eyes go, dead. <laughs> Look at that red pulsing screen. You're fucked. <laughs> oh, well, but he's fine, but he's out there waiting for you. 
Give us a wave. Yeah. <laughs> He's out there in heaven. Oh. You three, by the way, you die too. I've what? Written, just have written down as well. Corridor of the Catacomb. Patrolled by the army of the dead. But I don't know what that means. I've written that. Well, no, they get to that bit. <clears throat> that's uh, That actually happens beforehand. Yeah. The, the oh, charm yeah, is on the floor and they have to go through it before yeah. apparently an army of the dead appear. Oh, right, Not yeah. that you see them. No. Though Trey Guard does appear at the end of the corridor and goes, Hello, people. Oh. Time oh, yeah, to work cause, quickly. Because yeah, he's not allowed to be there during the bit when Lilith's there for some reason. He's blocked by spells. Oh, yeah. Who, who, what is it? His ex-wife. Yeah. I mean, I can't even think what he says, but oh. he's like, she won't let me. She's a, a real, um, you know, like how British men today who probably voted leave all, yeah. all, all whine about their wives. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Oh. So, Gareth, you've turned into Trump. I don't think this is true, what you're setting up now. <laughs> oh, well, I'll go with it. <laughs> uh. She won't let me have my lager after dinner. <laughs> oh. Trey guard, shut up. I just want... He's like Seth from Emmerdale, just sitting at the end of the bar. <laughs> Amos. No, I was, no, he was the... Okay, I'll let you off it as Seth. Yep. Amos was the... Innkeeper. Indeed. Uh, and also that is a reference that is at least 30 years old, Yay. so you're welcome. Yeah, he's long dead. <laughs> oh. Um. So, yeah. So, you didn't take the lamps, you're fucked. So, they lasted 13 minutes. Yes. Because I went up, I looked at, to the point where, again, they went to the first oh. room, and Martin started explaining what a table was, Um. to him dying, yeah, 13 yep. minutes, and then they get a little wave... Oh, and a scroll. You get a scroll saying we did shit. Yeah, we didn't even last an episode. No, but like, Ugh. here's something. <clears throat> yeah, they say there's only three levels to get through. What constitutes a level? Uh, you seem to remember ones later on that went on, like the same team went on for quite a. Chunk. I mean, that's how I remember it, but I think we might have been wrong. <laughs> Possibly. Um, so yeah, so we're introduced to our next team. <laughs> Yeah, which I wrote very little to no notes about because yeah. Yeah, it's the same thing. Well, see, there was no, um, they're not on IMDb, but I got their names as much as I could. I think she said her name was Maid McAvoy. Good name. Um, Christina White, David Wilkie, and Lee Miller. Here's a Johnny thing. Lee Miller? <laughs> Here's the thing. These yep. children seem much older than the last children. Yes. But I also think, kind of off the bat, sort of thing. They maybe got to watch a little bit. Yes. Because as soon as they're in the room with the letters on the floor, one, fuck ton more letters. Yeah, right. Yeah. And then, uh, what was it? It was, um, it was spelled out Sesame. Sesame, yeah. What was it? I thought, I can't remember. What did I think it was? Like? Empath. Empath. Because I'm like, <laughs> not a P there. Because I'm spelling it out. And I was like, that's for traveling onwards or whatever. But yeah. Um, but also, I was glad one of the things they did which I thought, is this going to be against the rules or not? When they were spelling it out, they went S-E back to the previous S they'd already been on and not the other S. I did say that, yeah. And it was like, oh, that's cool, they've let that go. I would probably be a bit more of an arsehole and not let that go. Yeah, but then they've died too. But, yeah, and, I see, and you are running out of time rapidly yeah. in this episode. Because they do that. Which is a much that's much more complicated than that first team got, yep. and that first team struggled with the word open. Yes, they got sesame and spelt it out pretty fucking quick. Yep, it's good for them. They're definitely a bit more. Can, the person with the helmet on is taking a bit more of the 
instruction from the team. Yes. So they, I definitely think they've been watching and sort of can know what they're up for. Up for. <clears throat> and then, boom. Temporal yeah. disruption complete. <laughs> You're like, oh, isn't it though? Um, and it was at this point that even my notes are put, a beloved childhood memory has come crashing to an end. <laughs> <laughs> and that I do not think I will... Even though I know that there is shit tons of it on YouTube, yep. I will not watch another second of this. I kind of want to watch the second episode to see how they get on. Maybe I might actually skip forward because I think one of the things that is missing from this, that I definitely have memories of, is the companion person in the room. Was it Pick, uh, Pickle was his name. Yep. Definitely think you need that second person there. Absolutely. Um, but at the moment, too dry to eat Snickers. Oh, but at the moment, yeah, this was this was tough to get through. I mean, bear in mind, this is like barely twenty five minutes. Well, this is the crazy thing, right? Yeah, it's barely twenty five minutes. Trey Guard does the same speech twice. Yeah, a second group starts. It's remarkably repetitious. Yeah, well, I don't remember like when another group would start. Hmm. They didn't start off in like pretty much exactly the same room, just with different letters and go. See this, but they didn't have the money back then. Yeah, this is obviously for series one. Yeah, so they're, they're kind of buggered. <sighs> they probably thought those children but would get further. Here's, as well. here's a, a fact I got about this as well, though. Mm-hmm. You know, at its peak, right, and which was really apparently uh, ninety one, ninety two. Mm-hmm. This attracted four to five million viewers an episode, <laughs> <laughs> and the thing is. I was one of them. I definitely was one of them. I think maybe I might go and find maybe series four when they introduce the companion person and watch a couple episodes there. I think, I mean, well, season four. So yeah, it'd be about 91. Yep. I definitely think I would probably enjoy that more and watch that. Well, he's probably, he's probably got his ad lib by then as well, right? Yeah. Because, you know, the guys died and they were like, nah, you died. Yeah. It's like, come on, guy, I want you to say nasty. Ooh, nasty. <laughs> Another dead child. Oh, they're really piling up in this dungeon. Oh, shit, he's fine. There he is. I had so many uh, sort of flashbacks to that show anyway, because yeah. by the end, you see the Anglia TV logo. And obviously I grew up. Was that... I never watched the end of Crescent. Was that the... Um, it's a just a silver... The knight with the dude, holding yeah, the flag. Yeah. And blue background. Angle of the yeah, TV. I remember that. And that was uh, my local TV. Mm. Like STV here. Yeah. Um, Angle of the TV where I grew up. You know, Patrick's Pantry. That was great. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Of course you didn't. You know, uh, oh. That's me going for... Other. Patrick's Pantry was uh, Patrick Anthony. Remember him? The chef. He's like, occasionally ready, steady cook and stuff like that. Mm. Anyway... He uh, would teach you how to cook something. But it was the theme tune. The theme tune was popcorn. And so you're just like, yeah. You know, and all all those game shows that used to be on at 9.25, they were all Angular TV. Runway. Lucky Ladders. Lenny's, Lenny's Lucky Ladder. Eventually. Wasn't it to start with? I don't oh. think 
Oh, I'll, I'll never crossword and crosswits. Uh-huh. I love the crosswits. Crosswits, the hardest show on TV, if you ask me. Tom O'Connor, wasn't it? Because mm. they were all... I was into um, golf for a while, so one Christmas I got a Tom O'Connor book um, from the wood to the tees, which oh. still sits on a shelf now and has never been opened because <laughs> I was like, yeah, I like golf. Why would I want to read about Tom O'Connor playing golf? I did don't know. you get one of them golf umbrellas that Stuart Lee talks about? I definitely did get a golf umbrella at some point, but did he get... Oh, oh, one of, no. oh Tom O'Connor's yeah, ones. Yeah, with his face on it. No, I didn't get that. Stuart, Stuart Lee... I don't, I don't know what stand-up it is. There's one Stuart Lee where... Oh, that's what it is. It's like 41st best stand-up. Yeah. Because Tom O'Connor is the 40th best stand-up. And he does 30 <laughs> minutes on how this guy's better than him, apparently. Yeah. It's, 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 it's a good it's not. Um, <laughs> That's the thing. No, if, if he's worse than this guy... <laughs> Dear me. No. I know we're running out of steam on Nightmare. No. Which is bad because this will be a short episode. Yeah. And now, the producers will hurt us. For me, I mean, that's. I mean, this went on for eight seasons mm-hmm. in a movie. No, not a movie. Um, if. I mean, if this has been. Right, we've made this, landed on our desk, will we make more? Here's the first one. Fuck no. I would say this is the first episode, yes. What happened to that other team? Yeah. Are they still stuck in temporal dysfunction or whatever it was? You'll have to buy, you know, more episodes to find out. Oh, that's cruel. I mean, part of me wants to. Part of me wants to give you this blue five pound note. I've got an idea for a show. (laughs) Maybe not a great show. Nightmare 2. No, we just, it's a team of producers who like uncover old, sort of like something in a studio. They go in, there's a locked off section of a studio. Okay. And they managed to, like, they find these frozen children still sitting there around the thing. And then they unfreeze them and then they have to, like, again... Teach them about te- smartphones. Te- teach them about the future. And, yeah. Oh. Oh. Maybe after an apocalypse or something they found. Maybe they could <gasps> put them in a reboot of the... Remember that red thing that used to fly around with black arms? And it would teach kids how to spell. Wiz- not was, but um, wordy. Word. Oh, God, yeah, I was thinking it was terrifying. Yeah, I would look at that, and it always reminded me of the Imperial torture droid. <laughs> <laughs> the way to go and stick needle, the, the weird dripping needle as it hovered <laughs> towards Princess Leia. That thing scared the shit out of me. Not that thing. I mean, not the, the the torture droid was actually tame compared to that wordy thing. That was fucking terrifying. Yeah. Ugh. But yeah, the frozen children could go on wordy. I think that'd be nice. But here's the thing. See, yeah, here's, here's the thing. There's some sort of catastrophic event. Everyone's wiped out. Uh-huh. But it unfreezes them and they're the <laughs> only people left on Earth. Except for the weird little like, Morlocks or something. The Morlocks? Yeah, from... Uh, yeah, the time machine. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. <laughs> oh. From H.G. Wells' time machine. And Guy Guy Pearce from the remake. (laughs) I forgot that existed. Yeah. Yeah, That was a thing. It's probably best we forgot that existed. I've never seen it. I... No, did I possibly see that in cinema with Sarah? I mean, I don't know. I think I might have. I feel like you only watched one film. (laughs) Oh, Trance. 
Uh, oh no, yeah, because I was there for that. Yeah. No, uh, you watch Friday the Thirteenth, like we always say. Oh yeah, I forgot that. I forgot that. The one with Derek Mears. <sighs> you know Derek Mears. Mm. He's the guy who arm um, wrestles Cooper in season three of Twin Peaks. Mm. <laughs> so, yeah, you made me think about um, game shows again. So, we need to see more game shows. Yes. Well, this officially is a game show, right? Uh, I suppose it is, yeah. yeah. Next week is a game show. I'm a little... Next week, I forgot what next week is again. I, I sent you the link. I, can't I know, remember but I can't remember what it was. Well, yeah, but it's on your text. Oh, it's called like sa- Celebrity Sweepstakes. My face isn't working. Hold on. If... Uh, <laughs> there we go. I'll warn you now. Yeah. I watched the first five minutes and had no idea... Who any of the celebrities were, or what the rules of the game were, and for good measure, the volume cuts out every now and then. See, and I'm like, yeah, again, I, I think that was an issue with this, and they didn't really explain it to kids. We went in to watch this um, pilot, obviously with our nostalgia intact, and we so we remembered. Yeah. I, oh yeah, it goes slowly, sweetie. I'm gonna have to put that somewhere else so I remember it. But yeah, no, I... Well, don't, uh, no, don't play it. Jesus, don't well, play you can, it. You can play it for a second, because just look at how bad quality it is. It's shocking. Let's mm. give try it. I don't know what's going on. Okay, let's see who the celebrities are. John Aston. Okay, so it's John Aston. <laughs> 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 No, not they, Sean Astin. They said, Lu- Astin. they said Lucianez, right? But it sort of cut out, so I wasn't sure. Who's that again? Was that... Isn't that Lucy, like, I Love Lucy? Yeah, he's the the dude, the dude from that. Yeah. Yeah. Desi Arnaz. Yeah. That's fair enough. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I'll have to remember that's what we're doing. Somehow. <laughs> but yeah, I watched we... that and then went, oh, the volume's a bit bad. And I skipped it in a bit and went, what are these people doing? And I skipped it in a bit more and went... Why has she got so much more money than anyone else? And they skipped in a bit and went, the celebrities don't seem to talk much. And they skipped in a bit and went, I'm going to have to watch this properly, but oh. it's infuriatingly poor quality. <laughs> I'll have the headphones on for that one, I think. <laughs> I think what we should do next week, instead of talking about the show if we can't do it, yeah. just look into the celebrities, because <laughs> they've definitely killed well, someone. Yeah. There's definitely a Columbo. I mean, as much as I'm sort of saying with Nightmare that I would not have continued on with that because it seemed garbage, I didn't kind of enjoy watching it, but at the same time, it did ruin my memories of it a bit. Yeah, I still no, enjoyed watching it. I mean, it. I. That's the thing. I, it's not that I didn't enjoy it, it's just it was so. Shit. Slow. <laughs> And repetitive. Stop playing with your tie. Yeah, sorry. It's all right. You're just adding vinyl noise to the bloody... (laughs) I didn't know they recorded to 33. (laughs) But, um... No, it was... I suppose we should review it with him. Like, an actual... Give it an actual rating. Yeah. But, like... From just this episode... Two out of five? Yeah, that's probably fair. But my memory was four out of five. Yeah. (laughs) I said, I definitely think 
my memory stems more because f- I was surprised when I found out they didn't have a companion until fourth season. Because mm-hmm. that was, I just thought they always did. So even then, I suppose I was only nine. Yeah, what, what do you know at what nine? Al- what else would have been on around about that time? Children's Ward. I never watched that. No, but it's on, right? It's on, I'm thinking of the things on that channel. Children's Ward. Oh, but then there was BBC as well. So I was, I was Thundercats. Fl- I always flipped back and forth between BBC and Grand and oh, Grampy and Frost. Thundercats. Chuckle Vision. Chuckle Vision. Oh, and one of uh, the dude, um, there's a couple of dudes Mysterious in Cities of Gold with Esteban. Definitely watched a lot of that. Ulysses 31. Yep. Ulysses. <clears throat> I, I never did finish that mashup of Ulysses 31 and Holy Diver. That was working yeah. quite well at one point, but then it went wrong. See, I think I possibly watched a bit more BBC than I did ITV because adverts annoyed me. And um, Philip Schofield made you moist. Oh, I don't understand. Gordon the Gopher's gorgeous. No, no that would have been quite enough. <laughs> no. no. What, was it not that time? Was it Andy Crane? Could have been Andy Crane. <laughs> no. But um, a vet fielding. She do time in the broom cupboard. I have no idea. No, I think I she, no, because she was Blue Peter. That was just a name that came to me, but that would have been about that time. Yeah, she'd have been on Blue Peter. Blue Peter. Peter. <laughs> um, I never watched much Blue Peter. I just found it too. I found it too positive. <laughs> and one of my favourite things is uh, that. Uh, Charlie Brooker used to joke about Connie Huck. Yeah. Then he got Connie Huck on screen wipe. Then he married Connie Huck. Yeah. <laughs> That's fucked uh, up, dude. They're still together. Guess yeah. they're still together. Good for them. Lovely couple. Indeed. Oh. Yeah. Oh, Charlie Brooker. A man who is either very talented or very lucky. And I can never tell. <laughs> no. Because oh. his presence is fantastic. But then you go, and yeah, he wrote Black Mirror. You're like, what? <laughs> mm. He wrote Dead Set. That was actually quite good. Yeah, I was watching that. And he wrote Nathan Barley with Chris Morris, which I like. I never watched that. It's uh, before The Mighty Bush. Um, <laughs> Julian Barrett is a writer for a Vice-like magazine. And he hates all the hipsters around him. And it is all the people you like now before they were famous. Mm -hmm. So it's Julian Barrett, who's still good, but the Mighty Bush isn't. Um, David Aoade, Richard Aoade, I should say. Um, Ben Whishaw, Q from the Bond films. Okay. Paddington. Uh, (laughs) Still not watched Paddington. Also, yeah, please always remember that Paddington is also Q. Never forget that. Makes perfect sense. Um, the guy from Green Wing, who was also in that episode's show, whose name I've forgotten, Stephen something. Um, oh, no fieldings in there. And the more you yeah. watch it, you go, oh, it's just tons of famous people now doing a very low-budget, low-rent comedy yeah. that I'm not sure would be funny anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I believe the magazine he writes for is Sugar Ape, because if you sound, uh, say it fast, it sounds like Sugar Ape, 
and that's funny. That's how times have changed. Sounds like what? Sugar rape. Okay. I know it's not funny, right? No. <laughs> but that was the thing. They thought that was edgy back then. Mm. Well, they didn't. The people who think it's edgy thought it was edgy back then. Really, time has moved on, so we're all Julian Barrett's now. <laughs> Going. Do me. Why, why is this good? <sighs> but yeah, it was a good Chris Marshall. Okay. That was a bit of a sideways one. Yeah. So. Gareth, cut all that out. So cut everything out. So, celebrity sweepstakes <laughs> next time. It's only a, we've only recorded for no. an hour and 15 minutes. And 25 minutes of that, I told, told myself to cut out. <laughs> this could be the shortest episode ever. Oh, but that's. Well, it was a short episode we were reviewing. It's well, true. Maybe we should have done the second one as well, but that's hindsight. But that, 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 that breaks the rules of the show, breaks the format. But then we did two for. Magnum. No, that was a two-part pilot. This was not a two-part pilot. Okay. What if you watch the second episode and they bring on more people at the end? We'll end up watching every episode of Nightmare. That's what would happen if we watched Alias. Bastards. Do you remember how Alias works? It was great. Alias would have the... You know how at the beginning of an episode you do the cold open and it sets up something and it's exciting? Yeah. Alias ended every episode with one of those. Mm. So you watch the episode and go, that was really good. And then another scene comes on. You go, oh, it's still going. And then someone gets like drowned or something. And you're like, oh my God. And then it's credits. Mm. It's cheating, but it works. Yeah, It's a hook to come back next week, every week. Actually, now I've said it, I kind of want to watch the pilot to Alias again. I think I only watched the pilot and went, that was good. And I never watched it again. Oh. Because that's how I roll. I give up on TV like that. Well, that's like I'm, I've been with Preacher. I've watched that first episode of Preacher mm-hmm. half a dozen times, if not more. And I go, hey, I'm going to watch more of this and then get distracted by something else and I don't think I've ever even started the second episode of the Preacher. I and I keep fir- meaning to. <clears throat> I did the exact same thing, but with the first season. Yeah. And I did the exact same thing with the first season of The Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. Watched the first six episodes. It's really good. Never watched it again. I think I pretty much did the same. <laughs> I think I maybe only got four episodes. <laughs> and I was like, eh, that's good. Give up. I did own the entire first season on DVD. Oh. And yeah, those, <laughs> most of the discs did not ever leave the box. Aww. I gave it to someone after that. I can't remember who I gave it to. Not me. No. If anyone would like a copy of uh, Weekend of Bernie's, by the way, on VHS, let me know. It's been sitting <laughs> on my radiator for three years. Uh, I've seen that here. <laughs> no, so, let me get straight you have three VHS in your house yes Weekend at Bernie's <laughs> Teen Wolf 2 with John Aston, yeah. and uh, and a yoga vi- a video Barbara Curry yeah who's she I don't know my, it would be my mum's I'm going to look her up <laughs> um, I'm getting I'm, I'm, <laughs> of all the things I'm, lo- I'm looking her up on IMDB because I'm guessing she must be some she must have done a celebrity done something else and <laughs> that's by Barbara Courier. Yeah, I think looking her up on <laughs> IMDB was the wrong thing. Let's just go back to some sort of search. Engine. Here we go. Uh Barbara Curry's Seven Secrets of Yoga. Achieve your perfect weight and perfect shape. Include seven top diet tips and menu options. Well, there's 
there's several there's a lot of videos on YouTube. Um here's the D on oh, DVD on Amazon. Power of Yoga, is that what it's called? No, seven secret no seven yeah. secrets. You told me that and I instantly How crazy is this? Right? This is all the things on the video. There's a lot of words. Oh, Barbara Curry obituary. What? I mean, I'll give you a hint. This was from 2001. How old does she look on that one then? 55. Oh, okay. Yeah, this is. Let's have a look at her a bit on the Telegraph. <laughs> 40 years after she first started teaching yoga, 73 year old Barbara Curry tells Claire Thorpe about how she is performing the same poses in her 70s she did in her 20s. This is not an obituary. It's an obituary, but that's definitely not an obituary if she's telling people stuff. Well, they got a Ouija board out. <laughs> Tell me about your yoga. So she's pretty good if she... I, I'm saying she's 55 and she's 70. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Come on. I want, are you, I'm determined to get her obituary now. <laughs> I'm determined. What? She's not dead. Well, a lot of things are saying she is. <laughs> oh, that's. I don't think that's all. Yeah, the back of this video box, right? It's covered in words, like often yeah. it is, right? I'm not going to read them all to you. Actually, you know what? I will read you the first paragraph. <laughs> Barbara Curry, the country's leading yoga expert, has helped thousands of people transform their body shape. Now let her help you change yours. It then continues, as you can see, Richard, with all this text. Yes. I'm not going to read any of it. Oh, okay. I will read you the final sentence. And finally, we reveal the seven of yoga's amazing secrets. Terribly re- uh, written. Yeah. And finally, reveal seven of yoga's amazing secrets. It's called The Seven Secrets of Yoga. All of this before The Seven Secrets are even revealed. It's a bargain. All right, hold on. Okay. Hey, Siri. What are The Seven Secrets of Yoga? Oh, it keeps, it keeps doing this where it doesn't hear me. Why is it doing that? It's a sad day. Hey, Siri. What are The Seven Secrets of Yoga? It's... It's just in there that you can hear me and it's not doing it. I mean... Go ahead, can you try it on yours? No, because I don't want you to get as angry as uh, when I fail. No, but it, no, it's not even coming to words. It's it's registering the thing hey, that Siri. I'm doing. What are the seven secrets of yoga? Okay, I found this on the web for what are the seven secrets of yoga. Check it out. Yeah, it's basically some... Bastards have taken all of the individual things from this VHS yeah. and put them on. What are they then? I need to know. Well, no, but that's not... They didn't tell you the seven secrets. <sighs> but, that you, t- you say what the seven secrets of yoga, and the first thing that comes up is 10-minute miracle. That is the first thing you do. So it has all of these. But these aren't the seven secrets of yoga. Dear me. Which explains why there's eight of them. Stay what? young with yoga. Yeah. There's eight. And then, no, there's eight, and then there's seven secrets. So there's 15. That's three more than Diamond Dallas Page. Oh, yeah, because he just does the Diamond Dozen. Indeed. That's all you need. I mean, you say that, but look at her. She was doing great. I mean, she's dead now. Well, no, I don't think she is. I think there's many other 
ones that have got obituaries, but it did come up with her obituary. But it doesn't seem to be actually hers. She seems to be alive. She's going to live forever. She's going to yoga till she dies. Dies. I don't know. She's going to live forever like, um, what's that guy's <laughs> name? David Asprey. Who's he? I don't know that name. He's the creator of Bulletproof Coffee. And he's going to live forever. He has a... Uh, well, he has so far. He wants to live to 180. <laughs> See... Well, I'm not going to be around to prove him wrong. No. So. But I just think, why would you want to... Because you see these, like, oldest person in the world thing. Yeah. And they're just this, like... Like, sack of sort of bones and just skin just yeah. hanging off. They don't look well. No, they they look like a, a Farley's rusk. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's, yeah, that's been... That's animated. That's been sacked and stuff by a kid so it's gone all fallen to bits yep. then you've left it to bake in the sun and it's just this mess of oh, it was once a properly constituted biscuit but what if you really looked after yourself instead like Dick Van Dyke yeah or Prince Philip <laughs> he's starting to go the whole <laughs> rustling he's not way behind the wheel of a car now he's, he's got someone. a lot of blood under the eyes as well <laughs> yeah you see the red spots <laughs> yeah. and stuff yeah, it's not a good look. But DVD. DVD? Dick Van Dyke. Oh, Dick Van Dyke. Oh, sorry, yeah. Yeah. DVD and Angela splotches. Lansbury, 69ing in heaven. And by oh. heaven, I mean the gay bar. Yeah. they're still alive. Yes. <laughs> Just tap dancing around. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Come yeah, to I mean. me, Angela. He's tap dancing. She's... Floating flash- on a balloon. She's flashing about with a knob. Oh, you didn't watch Mary Poppins Returns, did you? No. I did. And how was it? It's very good. Okay. I'll have to get a watch at some point. I don't know what they did, nostalgia-wise, or how they manipulated me in such a horrific way. (laughs) But the moment when Mary Poppins reappears at the beginning of the film and floats down from the clouds on her umbrella, I burst into tears. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I can never watch this because if that's what it did to you, I'll just I'll just melt or something. Oh. I was just like, "What is happening?" Duh. But it was uh, it was very good. Yeah. Uh. Lin Manuel Miranda. Yeah. Raps. Who'd have thought? Of course he did. <laughs> what else? That's what they paid him for. If he um, hadn't, would have demanded money back. At one point, Mary Poppins sings a song in Cockney, which I thought was weird. Never mind. But yeah, Angela Lansbury's in it. And um, I thought to myself, this poor woman, they've put her in this because they know she won't be alive for a remake of Ben Knobs and Broomsticks. Oh dear. (laughs) She's looking rough. I mean, she's like 94, so she's looking pretty good for 94. Hey, talking of looking rough. Um, I did mention in text yesterday. This is going to be mean. I uh, did meet briefly um, Eddie the Eagle Edwards. Oh yeah. Yesterday morning. Yeah, he's, he's not how you remember him. Well, wasn't like wearing Taron gla- Wasn't wearing glasses for a start. Lasix. I'm guessing or contacts or something. I don't know. Um, or maybe mean. just I'm not skiing today. I don't need the goggles. <laughs> Why would I? Uh, no. But um, yeah, he's yeah. I don't think he did his teeth in either when I was speaking to him. It's a bit odd looking. 
I mean, he was never normal looking. That's why no, we liked him. But, yeah. It's like, what if the vulture from Spider-Man couldn't fly? What? He could definitely, he could definitely play him <laughs> if he was really ill. Um, <laughs> sorry, but no, yeah, he just he was looking a bit peaky. Yeah, peaky blinders, dishevelled. Your favourite TV show? Uh, no, I've never seen it. Never. Uh, I've been told it's good. Yeah. Done all this dreamingly thing, so I could watch it if I wanted, but I just, I've not been motivated. <laughs> I have uh, too much to watch. You know what pilot I watched this week? What was that? Stumptown. What the fuck is Stumptown? It's, um, Stumptown is apparently another name for Portland. And it's a uh, Kobe Smulders as a PTSD-ravaged ex-soldier mm. becomes a private eye. So it's sort of like Maria Hill the series. Yeah. And it's very good. <laughs> Damaged Maria Hill. Every now and again, just crumbling into a heap and rocking back and forth. I mean, sort of, in that yeah. there's a you know, bit in it where she gets punched in the face and falls to the ground and then it cuts to the classic war zone things exploding. Mm. You know, the ear ringing noise they like to do. Yeah. Her looking at her blood fall over her hands. Yeah. <sighs> But at the same time, it's quite funny. Jake <laughs> Johnson's in it. Jake Johnson. You know, from the new girl. Um, Jurassic World. He's the guy who tries to kiss Lauren Lapkus. That guy. He's in everything. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And she goes, I've got a boyfriend. It's still the best line. <laughs> and she improvised it on the day. Which says something about Jurassic World. I mean, they're so desperate to make Jurassic World popular. Have you seen the news? Oh, that? yeah. They've got all... They're all coming the, back. The big three are coming back. Yeah. Ugh. Laura Dern is coming back. God bloom. I mean, obviously, Sam Neill, but, you know, Sam Neill will do it. He's but. the least important part of the three. Well, yeah, but he's got a wonderful Instagram, so he's probably mm. the mo- one of the most successful, right? He's got his own vineyard in Australia. Mm. Plus, he's in Hunt for the Wilder People. That's kick-ass. Yeah, the film Taika Waititi made before Thor Ragnarok. It's good. He's in Thor Ragnarok, I suppose, for a minute. As Odin, when they're putting the play. Oh, shit, yeah, of course he is. (laughs) (laughs) Forgot that. And we are supposed to believe that Matt Damon is playing himself, right? (laughs) In that one scene. Yeah, pretty much. Why did Matt Damon just do cameos in superhero films for like, you know, like Deadpool 2, where he's like that redneck? Yeah. With uh, Alan Tudyk, for some reason. Why, why not? Why is that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's Dodd. What else is he going to do? I mean, he's playing Loki again in, uh, as in Dogma's Loki. Oh, yeah, of course. In yeah. Uh, Jay and Silent Bob Strike Re- Mac. Reboot, yeah. Oh, yeah, reboot. Whatever. They're relatively close together, 20 years. <laughs> Apparently, we get that this month sometime. Is it? In this country. Sure, okay. Considering uh, they're rolling it out in America over like the next six months. Yeah. I'm sure Universal gets it October, November. Drag my ass out and see that. I don't know. If it's under 90 minutes, I might go watch it. Otherwise, I'll wait. Ugh. Sorry, Kevin Smith. So we've got more. We've got Joker. This week, it's next the week. sixth. So, so next week. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to see that. I mean, I'm no, I'm not in any hurry. 
It keeps getting more and more worried press. Yeah. You've seen that? Well, it's a lot of people going, oh yeah, again, it's really good, we've seen it, things. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, well, fucking incels are going to fucking love it. And you're like, what the, what? What the fuck, where did this come from? What? Well, no, isn't it? What they're basically saying is that angry men <laughs> who are angry at nothing in particular, and there's a lot of them, yeah. could use it to say, this is a film about me, he's the hero. I mean, they did it about Fight Club. I mean, I'm, I'm, they did it about the Matrix. For fuck's sake, that's made by yeah. two trans women. I get angry a lot, but I also think I've got the sense to go. I'm just watching a film, and I'm not going to make this trigger me to go out and kill people because I know I'm pretty much as angry as I get people. I'm not going to kill anyone. Well, myself. That doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> Other people know. I read uh, an article this morning, and I think it was Rolling Stone who were quoting another article, so God knows where it's from originally. But the military in the US and uh, cinema chains in the US are concerned about mass shootings starting in cinemas. And let's say facts, there's been an awful lot of mass shootings in America. There's already been a mass shooting in the cinema, though. Well, yeah, that was Batman. Was that Colorado, Colorado, was it? Well, oh, just this year? No, no, that was... I say the Batman... Wasn't that... The, the Dark Knight shooting yeah, was like 11 I years ago. that was in Colorado. But I reckon there's more all the time they just don't talk about. Oh, that's... Because... It's, it's got to the point now where it's just a case of, no, there's another one. No, fine. That last one. Mm. Nobody give a shit. Well, I don't even know what one you're talking about, so... <sighs> where was it again? It was just in the last couple of weeks or so. No, but that's the thing. There have been more mass shootings in America than there are days this year. Yeah. So you know what I mean? They're not talking about them all. No. You physically can't. It's because, well, they don't have to, because you know, it's just it's just day, again, yeah. daily business. It's fine. Moving on. It's just, again, they don't give a shit. I mean, None's ever going to change. So. Well, you know, one way we could change it, and then they go, and this is where <laughs> the incels took everything back. <laughs> but why don't the people who want to make a difference get guns and shoot the NRA? You know, teach him a proper lesson. I'm That's, just saying, no. if you shot the head of the NRA and the second person in the NRA and the third person in the NRA and the fourth and all their families, no, and then work down, befriend them, gain their confidence, and then stab them. No, you have to shoot them <laughs> with a gun you bought legally. That's the entire point. Shoot knives at them. <laughs> You've missed an important part of this thing. Oh. You have to show them. How terrible their uh, their laws are by using their guns against them. Legally. Yeah. Up until the point you murder someone, then it's not. Yeah. But owning the gun is legal. Putting a bullet in the gun is legal. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe do the Chris Rock thing. Guns like, are free, but bullets, bullets cost $5,000. Yeah. Or $100,000 or whatever he said. Yeah. So. That actually makes the most sense. I think the fact that you can, they're well, they're not pennies, but they're so freaking cheap. Well, you can make your own, right? Yeah, Punisher used to. So, I've seen that. Get one of those press things. They've definitely got them <laughs> stockpiled in some sort of bunker in the desert. Somebody's some militia's got that somewhere that we're going to read about in a couple of years when they just go kill a lot of people. I'm pretty sure that's a scene in Terminator Two, isn't it? Ugh. She goes to a bunker in the desert and it's yeah. full of guns. 
Ugh. New Terminator films coming out soon. Yeah. I really hope it's not shit. Trailer looks alright. Yeah, and I love... Uh... Oh, her name's gone out of my head because I'm a terrible human being. Her from Blade Runner 2049, who was also in that movie where she becomes a vampire and her friend becomes a zombie and her other friend becomes a werewolf. Freaks of Nature, mm. starring uh, Patton Oswalt and Bob Odenkirk. Werner Herzog is the voice of an alien. It's a fucked up movie. It's great. Mm. And she was also in uh, uh, Catch and Halt Fire. Don't know what that is. It's a TV show based on the uh, creation of computers in the early 80s. With Scoot McNary, of everything, and uh, Lee Pace, Ronan the Accuser. Uh, <laughs> oh, one half of Hale and Pace. <laughs> Lee, Lee Pace, <laughs> a man who, uh, had, uh, who recently said he was gay and then said... But this isn't me coming out, because I don't see why the fuck I should have to. <laughs> Basically. It's a fair point. <laughs> uh. It's like, good for you, man. That's what I always think's yeah. weird. I don't walk down the street screaming, I'm a heterosexual man who fucks women. <laughs> oh. Because it's weird, honestly. <laughs> I wouldn't even do the walking down the street part. Have a parade. No, I'd just stay in the house. Just say it to yourself. Talk to myself. I wouldn't even say it to myself. I think that's insult behaviour, isn't it? I fuck women. <laughs> I fuck no, women. No, but that would only be angry if you... It's only if you're angry at the women for not letting them... For not them not letting you fuck them. Whereas I'm not angry about any of that because, one, I don't go out and speak to women. <laughs> and I don't care about fucking them. So at no point... No. No, just because... I just, I, I just kind of go. I don't, I don't see the point. I don't want any of that. Yeah, I hear you. So that's, that's but all, I also weep for you. Why? It's fine. <laughs> there's, there's nothing wrong with a little companionship, right? It's a lot of effort. Unless this counts, and in which case we can both cry when we go home oh. tonight. I just, I've just kind of got to the point where I go. I know I'm not going to be in a relationship ever again because I personally don't have the energy, well not the energy for it, I just can't be bothered with it and I don't think it's fair to inflict myself upon another human being if that makes sense <laughs> It does because would, they, I've she, thought the same thing she would, have, she would have to make more of an effort and it's not fair so why should I make someone go through that Indeed, what, don't bother trying to improve yourself as a person. I can improve myself in other ways. It doesn't have to be by involving another person. You should finish all of uh, Harold Etts' Open University courses. <sighs> Not for her. No. Take all the credit and then laugh in her face. No. I'm just going to enjoy watching her fail. I mean, that's the second best thing, isn't it? After opening a new CD. <sighs> It's a bit of a, an archaic statement. <laughs> the smell there. of a new CD. Oh. Well, it was uh, Armando Inucci, right? <laughs> there are only two things left in this world. Opening a new CD and watching your friends fail. Oh. There you go. That was 15 years ago. I'm sure it's changed since yeah, he's been Oscar nominated. Cause, yeah, because, well, CDs 
Nobody gets CDs anymore. Yeah, I, I think you'd actually go back and say vinyl again, wouldn't yeah. you? Crazily. Yeah. Ugh. Oh, you know what I found on vinyl? What? I'm going off mic for this, so you can take over. Okay. Let's guess what Gareth found on vinyl. Um, <laughs> big bean. Um, <laughs> well, I read, if it's that, I already read that. I mean, I... First pressing of Acting Baby. Oh. With the shiny, Ooh. but also... With the Clayton penis. Hooray, Clayton, Adam Clayton's penis. As soon as you saw me, it was acting me, I was like, I need to see Adam Clayton's penis. <laughs> Not gay. Because oh. they are all censored. I don't know if you've seen them now. No, but they're, they're all censored. The sort of, That's, the sort of art, how it's written on the side. Yeah. There's like a, a, a sloppy X over his oh. penis. That's cheating. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to leave the band unless I get to be naked on the cover. And they yeah. went... Uh, okay, but you are the soul of the band, apparently, which they always say about the least talented member. Uh, <laughs> I like to think if I was in a band, I would be the soul of the band because why else is he here? The weird thing is, when you uh, uh, listen to his theme, he did the soundtrack to Mission Impossible One, right? Didn't he? Adam Clayton, oh. I believe. There you go. And if you listen to that soundtrack yeah. and then you listen to the album Pop, you realise how much influence he has really? in that band. Because <laughs> they both sound very digital at the mm. time, very pro toolsy. I don't know if that was even uh, a thing back then. I do tend to get the feeling that he's the... He, he is maybe the one that sort of pushes them out of their box a bit more. If that <laughs> makes feeding sense. feeding them drugs. Because <laughs> <laughs> you think... I don't think... Bono likes the old image and that sort of shit. Yeah. But when it comes to the creative stuff, he's, I don't know, I don't think Bono's <laughs> much, because, yeah. Well, oh, look, I want to be my first. Okay, cool, fine. You've, and, I don't yeah. know if they played them on uh, the U2 podcast, you know, that Ackerman used to do. Yeah. But I've definitely heard them somewhere. You hear the tapes of how Bono creates his tracks. Right. And so everyone's jamming, and he's like, "Poopa la la, fooly la da, booby da da doo Just his baby talking until he gets the melody down, and then they make, they all sit together and get words that fit. Mm. So you know, everyone's got a technique. It's not as crazy as uh, yeah. River Cuomo, but we'll come back to that when we return to Weezer. Yeah. God. <laughs> Do we have to? <laughs> yes, yes. If only because of that reaction. <sighs> I say every three months and change, <laughs> yeah. we do four albums. Okay. Don't get, worry about it. It's fine. There's still two albums to go up as yet, and then three months to go by. <sighs> so it's not until at least the end of January. Hooray. <laughs> Maybe we can do it for my birthday, the return of Weezer. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh. <sighs> For my 41st birthday. <laughs> Weezer. Old man. Over your face and chest. Old ah. man. Yes. Ugh. I will be one year and one week younger than you. I, no, I refuse to age. <laughs> I'm so, I've stopped. Fuck you, age. Oh. Suck up on my middle finger. Yes. Oh. <laughs> what is that? 
I think it's a Red Hot Chili Pepper lyric from a long time ago. Do you mean? <laughs> Note to self: so, No one, uh, no one uh, ever forces you to suck a middle finger. Swear at them and no. go. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I think of you. You don't know where that's been. No. So, celebrity sweepstakes, starring no one. Who was the host of that? I didn't even know who the host. No, they was. never even showed a host. <laughs> it's just a voiceover, and then you've got well, there John is a, There's a man hosting. I don't know who he is though. No. Let me type it in before we leave. Yeah. So we can celebrity sweep. Steaks. Steaks. How would you like your sweep steak done? Medium rare. Ah. Possibly James McCrell. Not the James McCrell. There's not even a picture of him. (laughs) (laughs) Die. Die faceless. George Hamilton did 11 episodes. Not for a second. Terrible second there. You already <laughs> told me George Harrison. I was like, what? <laughs> no, but don't you wish this was on it? Bob Crane did six. Bob, who's Bob Crane again? From Hogan's Heroes. The guy who uh, Greg Kinnear played in Autofocus. Because in real life, he became addicted to filming his own pornography. Ooh. I definitely <laughs> recognise the name. And then there was but... a hideous murder of him in a, a hotel room. Ooh. Mm. That didn't end well. Jack Cassidy did five. How did I know that name? Because I talk about him all the time. It's the guy who immolated himself on that couch. Um, he uh, played the Nazi magician in Colombo. Oh. And about right, five other roles in Colombo. Oh. Well, we're not going out with a bang today, I no, tell you. This really is. <laughs> Well, we had this again. Yeah. You know, through. I would say you need to finish on fire, but we really haven't. Yeah. You know, like like an episode of Alias. You need yeah. to leave them wanting more, and instead we just sort of oh. drifted off into drinking yeah, water and smelling the inside of a Snickers packet because I've just, eaten it all. We just sat here waiting for the wall to come alive and chuck riddles at us. <laughs> Indeed. Oh. What's in my pocket? You don't have a pocket, you're a wall. Damn you. Truth <laughs> accepted. <laughs> <laughs> What's the tallest building in Tokyo? Um, Tokyo Tower or something. Mm. Hold on. I need to go to Stone Google to check it. I don't know. <laughs> hey, Siri. What's the tallest tower in Tokyo? No, just tell us. Check it out. I didn't like how she said that. <laughs> but, um, and now I need to do this. Yeah. Hey, Siri, what is the tallest tower in Tokyo? And then I put it in front. Yeah. Because <laughs> she wouldn't have understood that. Yeah. Oh, hello. Yes. Um, it's not very helpful. It's not very helpful at all. No. Tallest buildings. <laughs> oh, you are so close. <laughs> really? What did you say? Tokyo Tower. Second. Oh, 
Oh, motherfucker. I didn't even know there was a place called the Tokyo Tower. So no, that's... but it was a damn good guess. Oh. Tokyo Tower, 333 metres. this only seven floors. Which does make the very big floors. Yeah. Oh, isn't one of the things maybe like a bit of like a space needle kind of thing? So that it... a lot of it's just elevator. Well, I think that's what your Tokyo Tower is. It's oh. kind of like mostly it looks like a, the Eiffel Tower painted red and white. Ooh. But the, the biggest one, <laughs> and it's a real fuck you to the Tokyo Tower, yeah. I tell you, at 634 uh, metres, 32 floors, the Tokyo Sky Tree. Oh. I mean, that's, that's pretty big. That's pretty special, yeah. <laughs> I could not go up to top of there. <laughs> no. We top Architectural of style. Neo-futurism. Yeah. Fuck yeah. More of that, please. Oh. oh. Well, that's close. So now, if they got three riddles wrong there, would the wall have killed them? Apparently. can't remember what the rules that Treyguard said, but I guess probably did eat them or something. No, one, you live. Oh, yeah. Two, you get a tip. Yeah, and three, you get mucho dinero. At the point, did they give him a tip? Because they got Arthur right as well. No, I think they just got to live and take stuff off the decks. But yeah. I think if they got the third one, he would have went, okay, and also yeah, give take you... The, take that candle out yeah. you dumb fucks. Yeah, yeah he did tell him, take the candle, because you'll need that. What would Liberace take, he says, as <laughs> no. he disappears? <laughs> uh, My virginity? Yes. Pictures of himself? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Picture uh, of, pictures of his boyfriend dressed like him? Yes. Yes. Oh. All of these things are true. How's he going? How's he going to push that piano through that portcullis? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Is he also going to play his evil twin brother? <laughs> Ideally, yes. <laughs> oh, dear me! So, um, oh, and on a final downer, Sid Haig yeah. died. Yeah, Sid Haig from uh, Devil's Rejects. He's he's in the epi- he's one he's King Tut's right hand man in Batman. All right, okay. He's like yeah. apothecary. Or I did see something pop up on the Deadpool. Scrivener, thing. maybe one of those sort of names. Uh, okay, yeah, exit. Yeah, I remember who that is now. Yeah, and uh, yeah. yeah, you know, he did. He was in Jackie Brown. He's done a million films. Yeah. And he went to hospital with a cough, and he said, "Don't worry, my family live super long." And he died. Ha! Wrong. <laughs> Wrong! Well, that's the IT Falsehood crowd, detected. <laughs> but it was... Um, but uh, it was annoying, because I don't think he was on my Deadpool this yeah. year, but he was on my Deadpool next year. Ugh. Shit. As soon as you cross 80 and people have forgot about you. Ryan, Ryan is now leading the Deadpool. I can remember who died. Cheater. Oh, um, Cheater. Fernando Rickson died. Who's that? Um, ex um, Rangers football captain. I mean, guy. I can see why I didn't pick he was, him. He was very ill. Did he give motor, himself bonus points? Disease. Well, it was also, it died on the 13th of the month. So that was bonus points. Uh-huh. It was his captain, so he got double points. And he was the only person that picked him. <laughs> so he also got points for that. So he got like 28 points or something from one death. I mean, it's almost. 
It's almost like he's cheating. It's almost like if he wins this year, he's not going to bother doing the Deadpool next year because much like the Formula One fancy Grand Prix thing, I think he only really started that because he thought he would win it. <laughs> so this time I'm like, right, I've won it once. Somebody else can run it next year because I can't be arsed. I win. So Not that I'm suggesting he would take his ball and go home. <laughs> well, no, you take your ball and go home when you lose. You don't take your ball and go home when you win. Because then you don't lose the next year because you're then champion forever. Yeah, but you take your trophy and go home. Take your ball as well. Well, no, the ball is a trophy. I'm just saying that metaphor means you're a sole loser. You can't be, you can't use it for a sole winner. <laughs> I'm a sore loser at being told. Truth accepted! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> never get anything right. Oh, I bought bloody oh. blue juice. Where is it? Premium bars.